Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. It's horrible. I it is that. warm. I've close my my living room so fucking. Yeah, I've had to close my windows to record this. I hope you're grateful for it. It's the IGN so UK say, podcast. I did say. I almost said. I hope you're grapefruit for it <laughs> instead of grateful. Uh, if we are including this, can I just uh, <laughs> cut back to the fact that Dale just went. My living room's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> From a temperature standpoint, no sun God, comes in here. It's cool in here. It's nice Why wouldn't we use this? This is gold, <laughs> and I think this may already be the peak of the podcast. Uh, welcome what? to the IGN UK podcast. I'm Simon. There's Joe. Hello. There's Dale. Hi. What I can hear is my mum shouting oh, in the other room. What's she saying? I can hear your mum shouting and all. What's she saying? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm just going to go tell her to be quiet. Give me a minute. Yeah, actually, yeah. Can we keep this in? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, keep it in. Whoever's mix it, turn up the mic. Cardi's mic, so we can hear it. I really want. Shh, shh, shh. Oh, I was hoping he'd be one of those people. Yeah. Who's like, mom, mom, don't keep us down and podcasting in here. <laughs> Some people, unbelievable. I didn't even have to say anything. Just walked in. and I got a thumbs up. She knew. She <laughs> really? Knew. I'm getting one of my. Yeah. You're oh, the king you're of that house. Reign right? of terror in your house. Yeah. Look. I said, it's like we book in the studio. I booked in an hour and a half slot where I was like, can everyone upstairs just be quiet? Did you send her the Google Calendar link? <laughs> to be fair, that's my fault. I didn't do that. I thought words would suffice. Um, but there you go. So yeah, I'm in a little sweat box of a room because the windows mm. are closed. Not like Dale's am, really cool living room. Yeah, it's well cool. I'm conscious of the fact that yesterday I, I was using, because I use my phone as a webcam so that we can all see one another. Mm. Um, mm. But my phone got so hot yesterday that it literally shut itself down so it didn't break. <laughs> so there is a chance that I will just disappear at some point. Not vocally, just visually. No, that's, that's a shame. Deprivation. Um, what's going on? Uh, the days are in the podcast. Is Dan the days are blending into one. What? Dan Kirby's <laughs> constantly slacking me. I'm trying to podcast, mate. I know you listen to this. Stop slacking me <laughs> in the past. <laughs> uh, Dan Kilby's doing important work for me, actually, because um, he's trying to find out why the UK government keeps promoting IGN's tweets. Okay. That is bizarre. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that a few times now. It's a good thing. It's happened with a few games outlets, but yeah, apparently. Uh, like at IGN, the core IGN account with millions of followers keeps getting promoted by the UK government. They were talking about Final Fantasy VII the other day. Glad to see my uh, my tax money is going to good use. Yeah. yeah, bizarre. I mean, your tax money is now straight back in your pocket. Essentially, that's, that's a good so point. You've, yeah, you've won. It's the circle. Mm. <laughs> it's coming straight back. <laughs> uh, I've I've run out. No, I've not run out of steam. I've got bundles of energy. Um. This week I gave Overwatch a ten. That's what I did because some things in the world need to be corrected. <laughs> no, that's not how you should look at it. Um, <laughs> I was originally going to do this little look behind the curtain. Was going to release this about seven months ago, but then uh, 
there was a lot of business going on with Blizzard at the time, and it probably wasn't the best time to do that. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it worked out timing-wise with the last hero. Exactly. Though, right? It is the four-year anniversary of Overwatch next week, uh, and they just released their last hero, Echo. So it is the game is... Overwatch 1, anyway, is as complete as it'll ever be. Mm. So Are they going to stop doing updates? Are they going to mm? stop doing updates they... for, like, um, balancing issues and things like that? Is it just complete? No, so it's, get, it's getting all the PvP updates that Overwatch 2 gets. Right. Yeah. Those are those are essentially cross-platform games. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, before Overwatch... This is the last addition to the roster before Overwatch 2, so we thought four years later, let's do a re-review. And, yeah, I think it's a masterpiece of a game. I'm sure not everyone agrees, but uh, it is probably the best game I've ever played. So... Mm. If I don't give that a 10, what can I give a 10, Joe? Why are you asking me? <laughs> I don't know, I was Am just I looking charge? at you. <laughs> Could I have made sure that you got a 9? <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, um, damn it. it <laughs> just to upset. It's just... I know we've talked about Overwatch enough, so I'll keep it brief. It's... It's just the most fun I've ever had with a game. And never... Do, I don't think I've ever... I normally get bored of games after a while. Never have I played a game consistently for over three years mm. and i don't know it's just it's just a magical game for me i don't know what it is it's just it just makes me feel good maybe it's because i'm good at it and i'm when you're good at something you enjoy it well i do anyway i'm not very good at enjoying things i'm bad at i don't know if people know what i mean by that <laughs> well i know what you mean by having played games with you where you're not playing well because <laughs> <laughs> i get annoyed with myself very easily <laughs> Um, yeah, it's just not always good. It's at it, though, good, I mean. isn't it? You just said before you were really good. Oh, at it. No, but I mean, we, there was a recent video <laughs> series that we did where we weren't particularly good at it. If you remember, we that. got we got uh, look, we got out comped, and you have to you have to applaud that. We got our asses handed to us, <laughs> and I was really hoping it would never make it to the public view. Yeah, <laughs> I can't Talk actually remember. I, I haven't been able to watch that video because I'm so angry about how that day went. Did they keep in the bit where I was physically shaking with adrenaline? Uh, I don't. I they, didn't watch it either. They show the bit when you're talking. You talk about physically shaking. I don't know whether they actually show you. There's a. Shaking. There was a bit where I tried to pick up a glass of water, and it was just like because <laughs> I was just so fucking hyped. Ready you don't to know fight, what this video is. We, we did play our old friends, like RKG, at a few games. Uh, the third game was Overwatch, a three-on-three, and yeah, we, we didn't do very well. No. It, it will forever be a stain on my <laughs> career. Um, <laughs> but just to prove I can play it, watch my video review. There's there's a few decent clips, so <laughs> just yeah, please, I, I can play it, I promise. <laughs> I, I, did do an, I did do an edit of uh, Cardi's review, and I did point out that how much of that review was centred around you saying how good you are at the game. <laughs> Look, I need people and, like, to know. You do you do have to make clear that like you're good at a game, therefore you are qualified to talk about it. But there were so many times where it's like, of course I twice. round the corner again as McCree and get a team wipe, and that's why it's a ten. That's, that's not quite where I bet halfway there. Um, it's just a good game. Should we play it? Not now. No. But- uh. I know you're off it, Dale. Uh, well, we you can know, always rope Joe back. But I, you know, for a game that I'm not in, not interested in these days, I did. There was a period where I played it for like, you know, not as much as you, but like 300 hours or so. So I understand mm. completely where you're coming from with your review. Like, mm. it, it is an incredible game. 
it's just something that I decided to move off from. That's all. I'm j- yeah. I'm kind of. I'll dip in every now and then when our little team is together, but most of the time I kind of find myself going. I could wait for Overwatch two now. Just just uh, have a I'm little break and it. enjoy myself. Still don't know where when it is, but I'm just hoping. Yeah, I'm hoping all the PVE stuff is actually good because that's my main, main worry is that. Like a lot of people are already saying it's just Overwatch 1.5, which to an extent I can understand why mm. people think mm. that. But I hope they prove people wrong and that there is a lot of stuff in there because that's that the main worry. Cool. Yes. Uh, do you know what? There's a lot of stuff in though. Call of Duty Warzone. <laughs> yeah. There's uh, this week, Joe, the bunkers have been opening. They have. I still haven't actually opened one myself. Which I haven't because I haven't played in the last couple of days, which is a crying shame. Um, <laughs> but I'll rectify that. But yeah, inside these, like I looked, I watched a video to get into one of those bunkers. I think it's Bunker Eleven. You have to do a series of convoluted things, which are hard enough to do. Like you have to find three different televo- three different telephones with Morse code on them. But first, that's, you so have to translate Russian. That's to get into the deeper portions of yeah. that bunker. So you can get... What people found out is that after a patch this week, there's these 11 bunkers on the map that people have been talking about forever because they've got big red lights and they look like they're meant to be able to get in. Uh, or green lights. Some have green, some have red, I think. Anyway, uh, and then in a patch last month, the people started finding red access cards that did nothing. So people were like, what the fuck are these for? Are these for the bunkers? And then this patch actually let you use them on them. And they open up, they've got tons of loot in them, uh, and they just look like bunkers. And everyone's like, oh, okay, great. But then someone worked out through clipping that you could get a recon drone behind the map and started looking around inside Bunker 11 specifically, which mm. has a nuke in it. Ooh, yeah. uh, and everyone thinks what's going to happen is the map's going to get nuked, and then it's going to turn into um, the a teaser for the next Black Ops game. Black Ops Cold War, as it's apparently called, um, yeah. and they found they've data mined like '60s era spy planes and stuff like that that would be in a Black Ops Cold War game. That's the cool thing so. they've said: the Warzone. They plan to continue it as its own thing, and that it will align with each yeah. year's Call of Duty that's games cool. as it progresses. And that's a cool which, way of doing the thing that Fortnite and Apex do, which is adapt the maps over time. Which I didn't realize Call of Duty Mobile was doing already. Oh, like, I didn't that's know that either. Yeah, so. I don't think I'm off base with that. From my understanding, they have been at least sort of referencing new Call of Duty games inside the mobile thing. So now their plan is to have annual releases plus mobile plus Warzone as a sort of triangle structure of how Call of Duty progresses over the years. And I'm kind of into that. Like, hmm. I was sad. I didn't play Black Blackout for that long, but I was sad that that was like a battle royale with a expiry date because if you're yeah. super into it and that structure then like it's just gone it must mm-hmm. be weird well that's have you seen so to get into vault 11 have you seen the series of things you need to do yeah it's bizarre like so you need to find a phone listening to russian yeah you need to find a phone and then someone will say three numbers in russian which you need to then translate and then each of those numbers relates to 10 i think it's 10 different phones around the war zone map that you then need to go to in order so it's like a puzzle game within war zone that's hard enough to do never mind the fact that people are constantly killing you as you're trying to get around that map yeah so 
like I suppose I've seen people do it. The best way to do it is fire the um, blood money mode where you just respawn, so mm. you don't. Uh, there's no permadeath but yeah once you're in there there's a secret smg which you can get a blueprint for which is very nice Ooh. but yeah as you said there's also these like launch screens and a nuke and it's all i do like it very much and i'm big I... into my cold war stuff so i'm looking forward to whatever that black ops will be i don't know how um uh live that game is in the same way that Fortnite. if you turn on at the same time as people during an event everyone will see it but i would totally like I'm su- I'm always impressed with Fortnite. I love reading about it. I love what it's doing. I just mm. have no interest in playing yeah. it. But because I actually like playing Warzone quite regularly, I will 100% tune in to watch that map get nuked if it yeah. happens. Like if they have live events, I will be so ready for it. I can't wait. Let's all let's all gather around and watch the nuke. <laughs> <laughs> That's very 2020. But yeah. It's very cool. I love things like that. And also in Warzone, I mean, we haven't gone to the most important bit of Warzone yet, Joe. No, absolutely not. Which is a piece of clothing that you've simply put, I think, fallen in love with. I absolutely have fallen in love with Yegor's jacket, specifically <laughs> the pink one. Um, I've talked about it. This must be the fourth or fifth time I've mentioned this on the podcast. <laughs> but now um, you've got all the facts. <laughs> yeah, now I've actually interviewed Infinity Ward studio art director Joel Emsley specifically about the jacket, and he was very kind about it. Um, they must have been I've so confused because they must they have they must have so many interview requests, mm. and I bet all of them at the moment are like, "What's the nuke? What's the what's the cold war stuff?" And then you come in saying, "Tell me about the jacket." <laughs> how'd you do? How'd you do? Wind so good on a jacket, um, but basically, I just wanted to know why they bothered making it look so good. Like, it doesn't make sense to me why you would put so much effort into it. So he kind of explained that they'd done like um, a big test where they built the Isle of Skye. Um, and obviously the Isle of Skye has loads of wind on it, so they did loads of wind tests and then thought it looked really good. But it got into this, like, wider thing about how bizarre the... You know, like, we're getting to a point where graphic or visual fidelity in games is so high that to replicate real life, you have to use real life. So they've started scanning props, which means that there is a real Yegor's jacket somewhere in the world. Is it pink, though? In... Well, that's it. It could be because I think the standard is blue, right, so they might yeah. have recolored. But I'll take any old Yeager's jacket. <laughs> I said in my piece, I will buy it from Activision when they're done with it. I want Yeager's jacket. Um, but it's like just fascinating little bits where they obviously the scans come in clean because you're just scanning the shape of something. So you need artists to then subsequently dirty up and make it look worn. Mm. But they realise that artists trying to make something look worn makes it look obvious that an artist has done it Definitely. because they want to make it look good. So instead of that, they'd go like, just take those boots that you're trying to draw mud on and go for a walk and then come back and draw the mud that happened while you were on your walk. And you're like, that's fucking cool. Like, it must be bizarre to be a game artist these days because <laughs> you're just like, my job is to drag this helmet through some mud <laughs> for a bit. Um, yeah, I just thought it's like a really fascinating little conversation about how much unseen work goes into game design mm. on AAA scale these days. Yeah, um, I got it remind me a bit of when I think oh, it was about two years ago. Now me and Dale went to Playground for Forza Horizon Four, and we just spent like one afternoon just in the sound recording booth, and mm. the guy was just I could listen to him for hours just talking about how he just stood in like 
a meadow in Scotland recording wind. <laughs> it's like you never think of those things of like and they just went up to like Edinburgh to record the exact sounds of the cannons and yeah, stuff like that. That's just cool. like everything like that you never really think of like just i think in films you think about that a lot like foley and you think about obviously the score and like think about all the people making the costumes but yeah like you said people never in games think about costume design as much or anything i think in in films though it's it's you know you have a very we need this sound we need this sound it's very a to b sort of thing with a game you've got so many variables as well you need to get so Mm, many different versions of a tire going through mud for every different weight of a car and stuff like that when I went to Rare, the, I've been to Rare a few times, mostly for Sea of Thieves, and one time they took us around to the sound department. Actually, I think I've been to it twice. Um, the guy who runs it, I think he's called Robin, I can't remember. Uh, he does amazing videos on uh, Twitter. He did one of him playing uh, like by himself, one-man banding the Animal Crossing theme tune. It's amazing. <laughs> um, but he sort of took us in, and he showed us the actual instruments that, you know, you can play instruments in Sea of Thieves. And he showed us the actual instruments, Ooh. so he was playing them. Um, I think I have a like video of his... this, Joe, by the way. Oh, I think, yeah, no, no, I think that was the first time we went. Yeah, the yeah. second time, he did this big long chat where he was like, so this is the hurdy-gurdy. <laughs> um, we needed to work out how a hurdy-gurdy would sound underwater because in real life, it would not make a sound underwater. <laughs> so it's just like making up fake instrument noises. Then he took us into another room. He points at this big piano and goes, what do you reckon we do with that? And the whole group of people who are in there goes silent. Because it's so obvious he's building to something that is not playing the piano. But what he wants is someone to say it. So eventually I just broke and went, you play the piano? He goes, no, there's two drumsticks and starts smashing the strings. (laughs) Just like battering this piano. It was fucking amazing. What what sound effect was he trying to get there? That's for the drama of seeing uh, an enemy ship on the horizon. <laughs> like, okay. you get a big stab of, like, <laughs> noise. I, um, I love watching Foley artists work. Like, how they come up so with these good. ideas. Absolutely. So it's like, they've got a sand pit in their sound studio <laughs> so that they can make beach noises and stuff. <laughs> it's fucking brilliant. Must also be reminds so me good. of one of my favourite things in recent games from Sea of Thieves is the um, megaphone you can get. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is one so of the best good. sounding in-game things of it. Because it makes you just sound ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, because it's putting an audio effect on your chat. It's really yeah. weird. Like, so cool. Uh, I, I always think about I should jump back and give sea of, sea of Thieves a go. But mm. it's one of those I'm not going to do it by myself. And yeah, I don't know. Every time I jump back in, I'm like, I want to love this. But I get bored. I've still not played it properly since they um, added like the actual campaign stuff, the tall tales, and I really do want to do that because it sounds fucking amazing. Should we get and some just... pirates together? Let's, let's, we should. Let's, let's do it. Let's just because they've it. they've just made changes so that it makes it harder for people to come and gank you and ruin it as well. Oh. So like it's a bit more like mm. it's a bit more like playing a single player game or co op game with your mates now. Yeah, which I think is cool. Let's do it. That's a plan. That sounds like a nice thing to do um do you know what do you doesn't know what sound? else is a nice thing to do, <laughs> to do? i don't know i was gonna say do you know what el- do you know what do you know what isn't a nice thing to do oh, is no. consistently harass and tweet at people until they break and give you what you want or in and this make- case no one actually wants <laughs> i mean this- somebody wants something and that's somebody wants this to make a lot of money thing. mate there's this huge we're talking about the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's this huge movement that clearly exists, 
But I don't know where it exists mm. because when we put up the news about the Snyder Cut last night, the response was overwhelmingly negative. Yeah. Like, mm. it's no one that I can see who at least likes IGN actually wants the Snyder Cut. Like, 100% I'm going to watch it because I think it's going to be an absolute train wreck. Yes. Um, they're putting $30 million into re-editing what is obviously a bad film. Like, you, how you can't, much re-edit? You can't re-edit acting. I mean, you can't C- re-edit can't, I guess it's CG as well that they need to, to put into it, right? Yeah. There's going to be loads That's, of scenes that weren't developed. The problem with this film wasn't it needed a re-edit. <laughs> it was just bad. Yeah. Like, but the problem is- there were elements where you go, yeah, stuff's been cut out. Like, uh, the Superman stuff's absolutely bizarre in that film. But, like, yeah. there's so much more wrong with it. Yeah, mm. the, the main thing wrong with it for me was that it kind of came far too soon. Ne- you needed the Marvel thing of another 10 films before this. Yeah, They're not yeah. going to make another 10, films of that um, money, are they? It was, I- it was also <laughs> just a poorly put-together film across the board, really. And yeah. I think I think fans have sort of romanticised this idea of this version existing. That's the one that they yeah. truly wanted, and they believe this is the answer. And the reality is, it's not the answer. But they're going to tell just, themselves it's the answer anyway. As was pointed out quite a lot yesterday by commenters, this this isn't the Snyder cut. Like the Snyder cut was a four hour cut that existed ages ago, and Snyder yeah. admits that it wasn't good. Mm. Like <laughs> this, this is a a new Snyder cut. Like it's not even the thing they were asking oh, for. I've seen the and, problem. Like, it's, Go on. it's the conspiracy theory mindset, like accidentally bleeding into this. Because what fans should actually be doing, if they're going to be demanding maniacs, is, <laughs> and I, hey, if you are a Snyder cut fan, I would love you to write into us. You may be not a maniac. Maybe that was overstating it. But I would love to know why you're interested in it because I don't get it. Mm. Um, but like, if you were to me, if you're a real fan, what you'd ask for is better DC movies, yeah. not the same one that was already bad that you think is bad, done a yeah. bit differently. Yeah, I mean, like, I think this is sets a bad precedent as well because it sort of forces the hand of companies now to react to these fan movements remember when yeah. they had the one to remake uh the last jedi as well like what yeah. if disney yeah. had buckled into that it's like well, then, it's like then the what is art three thing as well yeah. yeah unfortunately they buckled in a different way with that one yeah but never mind but at least but it was only matter- at least it was something yeah. in the future not changing the yeah. original vision yeah. of it it's and- only a matter of time before it happens with star wars properly and people are like we either want a new rise of skywalker or we just want a new trilogy or we just like the only, and it's just going to be maddening. The only one I can get behind is releasing the actual original trilogy and not the special edition versions of it. Because those films did exist at one point and I would like to watch so, them yeah, in their original that form. That requires again. a lot less work. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's not also not just completely ruining someone else's art I think, and pretending it didn't happen. I think a big um, catalyst for this and, and part of the problem maybe is the Sonic the Hedgehog reaction because... For all sense of purposes, that you know that was a success, right? They made a better yeah. version of Sonic, and now big companies can look at it and say, "Oh, if we listen to the fans, we can actually get better results off the back I of mean, that." I hope this is a harsh thing to say, but I kind of hope that this comes out. It's a fucking disaster. Everyone hates it. Yes, and then it just resets this <laughs> yes, mindset. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think it will, but I hope it does. Can I read you my favorite tweet that we got in response to this news? Go for it. <laughs> yes, go on. I think Cardi's already seen it, but. It's from someone called Where's the Beef 95 who wrote to uh, IGN straight afterwards. I, I genuinely think this is brilliant. Like, I think this is such a great way to put it. It's like, the film will still be shit, yep. but it's cool to see him finish his film. It's lost media. That's dope. 
Again, I can't stress this enough. <laughs> this film will be shit. Wouldn't surprise me if it's even worse than Whedon's cut. And that is basically how I feel about it. It's like, I wish, I do wish Zack Snyder hadn't had tremendous, horrible personal problems during that thing and mm. didn't get to finish his film. Mm. Like, it's cool that he gets to do that on a personal level, but it's going to be rubbish. Yeah. If you are excited for the Snyder cut, I always want to say Schneider. It's just like, <laughs> just loves a I have Wesley. to double check in my mind to say Snyder. Um, yeah, if you are looking forward to that, please tell us what they could do to that film in reason, within reason, to actually make it good. Even if it's not in within reason, I'm interested in the non-reasonable responses. Uh, I prom- like, I was perhaps overstating it when I was being rude about the people who want it. I do think it's insane, but I don't necessarily think you're insane. No, no. So I would love unless to you were you someone so. twenty times a day harassing people for it. Oh yeah, then you well, are a maniac. I like to think you wouldn't be listening to our podcast if you're one of those people because you you've got too much on. Do you think they're going to change much of the final third of that film? Like, are they going to remove the fact that it's in a location that I never feels can't. like it's actually Earth at any point? <laughs> oh, it's supposed to be Russia, isn't it? Because there's that Russian family running. But all the skies red. It's, it's just like I love Stephen Wolf. <laughs> what a bizarre film! Um, do you know what? It wasn't even as bad as Batman vs Superman. No, it wasn't. So if you think I've how still bleak never that was, watching that. it's bleak. I just think that was um, just more boring. It's just so long yeah. and boring. At least I will say that about Justice League. It was at least pacey, probably far too pacey, yeah, <laughs> but it wasn't are, slow. <laughs> there are like three jokes in it. That's fine. Yeah. I'm, yeah. It's better. Yeah, uh, I I quite enjoy uh, Aquaman. He was a semi-enjoyable character. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. Um, the Flash? No. No. <laughs> Cyborg? Barely remember. <laughs> Booyah. That's what you have to remember. Booyah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. Anyway, they've just said a month. Uh, they've not even said a month, have they? It's just 2021. Yeah, 2021. Yeah. It's it so, coincide with the launch of HBO Max, right? They said that. I don't know if it's HBO Max this year, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's soon. I thought that was um, one of their key tactics to get in subscriptions. I guess it is, but just not a launch. I guess God knows how much they've paid for that, but um, it's happening. So I suppose we will have to deal with it. Um, Right. (laughs) Yeah, but there's a lot of stuff we can enjoy right now, despite this overwhelmingly luscious weather we're having. (laughs) I don't know what I'm on about anymore. Is it overwhelming? Uh, It's a bit, isn't it? Well, it is when you can't use it. <laughs> okay. You're just looking out. Uh, bought some Soleros yesterday. That'll Ooh. help. Uh, anyone a fan of a... What's your favourite ice lolly? Ooh. I haven't had one in a long time. Um... Uh, I think the most refreshing one's probably an orange Calippo. Are we saying... Wait, are we saying lolly as in non-chocolate and ice cream yeah, yeah let's go a lot let's go more fruit based i think it's with calippo it gets by the end of it it's a very sticky affair isn't it yeah but the juice at the bottom is the best bit mm. yeah i quite i think well solero's a halfway house i like a solero I like a fab what about big fan of the was fab. it the select they had the solero shots didn't they the little pellets they were great calippo shots they were with. calippo shots that was it uh, yeah they were good oh classic they were good classic rocket as well they're good I never Ooh. got into the rocket. Uh, just trying to think what else. Mm. I like those. I like those yeah, I like those really cheap ones that are just clearly like bad blue juice <laughs> in a tube that you chop the top <laughs> did, off. Did you oh, ever make so your what, own? What just do you call pour them? Pour orange juice into molds. Say again. What do you What do you call them? Because they're very regional 
like name oh, based, aren't they? I have no idea. I just call them like tube lollies. So I called them. I called them tip tops. Tip tops. Yeah. That's good. Are we talking about ice pops? It might be. Know. Like uh, you know, they're pops. like they're like they two ice foot pops, long, mate. thin, yeah. Yeah. plastic sheathed. They were either ice pops or ice poles. Yeah. So where, everyone's going to everyone's going to write in now telling us what they call them because I'm yeah. Please believe... let us know what you called your, your ice pops. Ice pop, um, pop tip top, tips top. <laughs> but you would just what would happen was you just like you just suck on those for like a few seconds and it, the rest it would just all the juice would come out and you'd just be left with ice. Oh, <laughs> my memory of them is yeah. cutting my lips on them because like the edge was yeah, yeah, really. so. Sharp. Really sharp plastic, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they were only like. 10 and the blood bit. made it taste so good. <laughs> I wonder if those. Three, I can't remember. I can't remember the last time I did look in a news agent's uh, freezer. To be fair, but I went. They still did exist? last week. They must. Oh. I had a. Um, I had a Magnum Double Caramel, which is the oh. greatest ice-based treat I, that I, there is. Uh, this week I've had a bizarre. Like what if I said this to some people the other night? I feel like. Um, this lockdown has made me feel almost like you know when people are pregnant they say they have those weird cravings for things. <laughs> you say that as okay. if that's like a fake thing that they no, do. No, no, no. <laughs> I know it's saying that they require beef burgers. Yeah. I know it's Whipping. a thing. They also say they get sick but in like, the morning. I don't know if I believe that either. Uh, yeah, lies, all of it. Um, but yeah, I've had the weird craving this week for a frozen fruit. <laughs> oh yes, because yeah. it's been a, a long fruit. time. So I might, I might try and get some frubes in. Yeah, yeah. I would love to treat. see you sucking on a frobe. <laughs> what is <laughs> sucking on a frube? Uh Well, maybe, maybe next week because this week I've been, I've been doing a lot this week actually. Uh, in my spare time, been doing some work as well. Have been doing that. Just want everyone to know that. Yeah. Uh, but I know Joe, you briefly mentioned what the golf last week. Yeah, I have one hundred percented that game. I stopped I for a while because loved my fucking it. Joy cons are broken, but oh. we'll carry on. Um, that is a brilliant oh. game. I know it came out months ago, and a lot of people have already played it. But I think it comes out on Switch today or yesterday, today, depending yeah. on when you're listening to this. Oh, um, yesterday, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I would. That is just a brilliant game. I had a great time, and it's not that short either. It took me eight hours to hundred percent it. Especially so some of the decent. the harder challenges as well with the crown challenges, like. They can take a lot of time, a lot of, like some of the the late. Oh, I don't want to say what genre it is. No, because spoil it. Yeah. Most of the joy of that game is just not knowing what's coming next. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> some of the genres and are incredible, though. Like where it's it amazing. Some of the mashups the, they have with other games. I just um, finished the an area that I will term the space area that I okay. thought was so good. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just loved that that format. It was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, because it was it was a challenge at times, but it was never. It's so difficult sometimes to balance that. It could so easily just be irritating at times, the challenges. Yeah. But there was only one or two where I was like, this is slightly getting annoying. But yeah, I've had one where I failed repeatedly. Basically, um, any involving was... sheep, I'm not a fan of. <laughs> I don't oh, know I if never that means anything those. to me. It's a while. There's, one of, there's one of those that's very hard. It's a while since I played it, but I remember ones where you have... Oh god, I can't say it. <laughs> can't say because I might ruin it for Joe. But there's some later ones where you 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 obviously have a very strict number what you have to, and you have to mm. plan out the puzzle of it. You have to okay, you know, I need yeah. to achieve this by this number, and uh, it's a fantastic game. I've never got to 100 percent of though because I got to 80 percent, 80 ish percent, and the game just wouldn't work on my phone anymore. Every time I boot it up, it crashed. Oh, so yeah. I just had to stop oh, no. playing it. It was really frustrating. But yeah, I cannot recommend that game enough because it mm-hmm. is brilliant. 
Um, I've also had the weird urge. I've had, I've had these cravings. Uh, maybe something's happening to me. Um, but I've played, started replaying The Curse of Monkey Island, which is the third one in the series, the uh, like 2D cartoony-like yeah. one. And I forgot. It's been a good few years since I've played a Monkey Island game. I forgot how good they are. They're just incredible games. And even though that third one isn't the most loved, no. I, I've always loved it. I think it was probably the first one I played when oh, I think okay. about it. That's the one that I um, sort of dropped off with the most. I think it's because it was a radical change from what the first two mm, was. It sort of put me I'm, off a little bit. I'm about halfway through it. It's bizarre. I probably haven't played that game in, I'd say, about 15 years. But, but you I can just breeze through it. Like, There's only one or two times I was like, I don't know the exact solution to this puzzle and where to find everything. And I don't think it's because it's not... It's not too easy. I just bizarre memory for that game, and, and then yeah, the puzzle solutions. Well. Are, the puzzle solutions are always very unique as well, though. So it's 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 quite easy yeah. to remember some of them. Like you know. if you, they're all on Steam. If you've never played Monkey Island, I could never recommend something enough to someone than playing Monkey Island. Joe, have you ever played Monkey Island? Yeah, I played them all, mate. Don't worry. Yeah, about just them. making sure. I'm just making sure. <laughs> Yeah, they're fantastic. You're the kind of guy who might have a bit of uh, just a blotch on himself like that. You know what I mean? Don't ever talk about how I make blotches on myself. <laughs> That's between uh, me and my trousers. I've also been jumping back into Apex because Season 5 just started. I haven't played with Loba yet, the new character who's essentially just Sombra from Overwatch. Um, but I have... The new map is... It's not the new map. They've brought back the original map, but it's nice to jump back in there and they've disrupted it again, doing the old Battle Royale trick of lifting, like demolishing parts of the island and putting new bits in. Played uh, played a few games last night with Blessing from Kind of Funny and got a win. Nice. So it's always good when you get a win because um, I don't think there's... I know I said Overwatch is maybe the most satisfying and fun game I've ever played, but... When you get a win in any battle royale, there's just that rush of something that goes through your body where it's like, it's almost a relief. It's like, it can be done. <laughs> yes. Like, especially, I think Warzone is the one that gets me the most in battle royales when you get a win, just because it's very difficult to do, especially because there's, is it 49? Is it 50 teams, I think, in a Warzone game? There's like 40 odd in a quad, but mm. just the odds are against you so much. But yeah, I. There's no better feeling at the moment than getting a Battle Royale win. Have you got one before, Dale? You're not really a Battle Royale boy, are no, you? No, I mean, I think my problem with in the early days was it just it often felt like it took so long to actually get involved. And then by the time I got involved, it'd be over in an instant. And then it's just going through the you whole process. You can have that again. with some. I think yeah. that's what's great about Warzone is, though, rarely ever do you have a full minute without something happening. Mm. Yeah, like it, the contracts particularly are like a way of just turning one long round into lots of mini missions, and I think that's a really nice way of dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, it's very good. Do you know what? I watched um, all of Dave on... It's all on BBC iPlayer. It's, are you guys familiar with Little Dicky, the rapper? I have no um, idea what nope. you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> Okay, well, he is a rapper from Philadelphia. He is a white man, which is his, his, his whole shtick. He's a g- genuinely really good rapper, though. And um, he kind of he cro- kind of walks that line between being a very good serious rapper but also having a lot of his songs being about his penis. 
So mm. he's kind of got that Lonely Island vibe, but also it's kind of almost... He's not as much of a pure joke as the Lonely Island. Mm. It's hard to explain. He kind of skirts that line. And he just released a... I think it's 10-part sitcom uh, called Dave, because his real name is Dave. And it's kind of semi-autobiographical about him trying to become... Like, he wants to become the best rapper in the world. But the whole joke is, he's white. So uh, (laughs) he can't do it. But it is genuinely a very funny sitcom. It's all on iPlayer, only 20-minute episodes. And it's kind of the best way to describe it is, for me, it's kind of like Atlanta, but more straight up a sitcom. So it's almost like pop star cross with Atlanta, Mm -hmm. if you're into that. That sounds interesting. I I am definitely into the idea. I would. It's all a big deal. Part of it will be I can I quite like him, but if you don't get on with him as a character, you will fall off it fast. Right. So it's one of those where it's I think it, you'll either love it or you'll hate it. <laughs> but I tend to really like it. And the one other thing I've been doing is this week I've watched The Godfather one and two again because aren't they just maybe the best one two punch of a film ever made? <laughs> And that was what seven hours of my week. Mm. Um, been so long since I watched those films. I've only watched them both once. Yeah. Really, I they're one they're one of those ones I watch once a year. I've I've seen both of those probably about ten to fifteen times each. I've still never ever watched part three. What? <laughs> you've seen them I so just, many times. You've never been curious enough to just watch part. Three. I have been curious, but I just know in my mind that they're not good. That it's not good. Yeah, I've never watched Alien Resurrection for similar reasons. Yeah, neither Just have like, I. Alien Resurrection's all right. <laughs> it's not It's not great, but it's all right. I will, do you know what? This summer might be the summer I finally watch Godfather Part 3. Just do it, mate. Might be the best one, two, three punch. It, it might, it's probably not. Might be, but, um, <laughs> no. but like those first two are pretty much as close to perfect as you can get, I think. And yeah, it's got me in the mood for today I'm going to start Mafia 2. Because that came out, and I never played any of the Mafia games. This your I first tell, time? I played, I played the first two to three hours of Mafia Three and got bored. Right. So I never played yeah. Mafia Two, and uh, it's the one where it's one of those games where I'm actually quite happy someone's vaguely spoiled some of the events in it because they make me way more interested in mm. playing it. So I'm quite looking forward to it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Two's the it sounds only like one that I've shoot- properly played as well. So it was. Yeah. It, it, it sounds like a game that shouldn't have been an open world game basically. And That's what I've I'm heard. Kind of that, that It's kind of a really good story, but it's an open world game with nothing in it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just going to mainline it, I think, because I've yeah. heard the story is very good. And I'm looking forward to that mm. very much. What have you been doing? Uh, I finished The Last Dance. Yeah. Oh, Did everyone finish yeah. The Last Dance? Yeah. Yes. Oh my God, it's so good. What a brilliant, brilliant show. Now I'm like like so into basketball stuff right now I, I as well. keep, yeah i've watched so many clips of phil jackson being beautiful <laughs> yeah. I've got so, it's amazing you should, I, um, I don't know how many 30 for 30 documentaries you've watched the espn mm. obviously espn helped make this but 30 for 30 documentaries are just yeah unbelievable so i've only ever really like, watched the wrestling ones to be honest but yeah i always enjoy them and i should really watch more because there's not many sport documentaries that I don't enjoy. Exactly. Yes. Even if it's a sport like, there's some incredible ice hockey ones. I'm not particularly into ice hockey at all, but just the stories are yeah. like sport yeah. just creates the best stories. Absolutely. Yeah. That's but, it. Like this, and that is the thing about the Last Dance is like it's coming out more and more. 
like that journalistically the last dance is pretty fucking all over the place like michael jordan had to have approval on all of it right um <laughs> and like that's maybe why it's incredibly <laughs> favorable about him when it seems like a lot of people hate him like that player horace grant mm. um has apparently come out and said a lot of stuff about it having oh, watched shit, it really? um mm. so you do I, I do think you have to kind of take it as a story like it's a version of what happened rather than what happened but yeah. fuck me it's well told like it's just it's fascinating to watch i mean the one part of the story that you can't control is the facts of these games yeah, right exactly. and what yeah, actually absolutely. happens there and that's part of the story is still really interesting to watch you know like yeah. these moments especially how much they draw out the last playoffs in the 1998 finals on that last episode and yeah. that's just real life but the way it all sort of happened and fell together is just an amazing so story cool. yeah it's, it's amazing. amazing um my fate if you want to there's some great 3030s my favorite one though if you want one it's called catching fire and it's about uh a very unfortunate baseball fan who basically it's about how a whole city turned against him because it's it's about the um it's chicago again actually it's the cubs i think unless i've got that horrifically wrong but because they were notorious for having this long, long, long drought of not winning. Hmm. And there was one playoff game where they their ball was going for a home run and this fan reached out and caught the ball before it went in <laughs> the stands for the home run. Fuck so he stopped his out. own team getting a home run. Oh, no. And yeah, it's basically about how his... It's in, more enjoyable than making it sound, but how his life was just ruined. Because imagine, this whole, yeah. Like basically death threats, everything like... So it's so worth watching, though. It's Jesus. called Catching Fire, if you can find it. That sounds good, actually. But yeah, there's so many good ones. Uh, Is there an easy way to watch 30 for 30 in the UK? There's not. Like, they used to have quite a few of them on Netflix about five mm. years ago. Um, BT Sport show a lot of them on repeat. They're doing that at the moment. Um, oh, I just got a monthly pass for that, so I might do that. There you go. They've got a lot of them. Otherwise, you'll just have to find them through other means, because yeah. there's not many ways of doing that. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, good docs. What else you been doing, Dale? Uh, I've also been continuing my my journey in the ocean on a desert island <laughs> and stranded deep. Uh, so I've actually uh, I clocked in sixty four days on that island, and the island they did about forty minute long days as well. So I've played a lot. You of played that game. what over two hundred hours of that game? <laughs> uh, no, because you sleep at night and it passes the oh time. God, so. yes. But it's probably easily like twenty to thirty hours easily probably way more it's just really addictive like it's a janky game there's no doubt about it but just the idea of this loop of constantly setting these goals of what you want to build next and then how to gather your resources quite, and then i think you'd quite enjoy being a castaway by yourself on oh, an 100%, think, yes. that's so obvious <laughs> that's my whole bag mate it's like, dale just dale just wants to be left alone with some wood that's basically his life goal see what Don't i can get all. up to see what i can get up to uh also caddy last time you asked me have you found wilson on it there is a Wilson in the game, which of I did find. There is. It's called Wally, but he looks exactly like Wilson. <laughs> uh, there's also bosses as well, which is a thing I did not expect in that game. Bosses? <laughs> yeah, there's, there's three. The there's wind. A, there's a giant <laughs> the shark, there's a giant squid, and then there's a giant eel as well. And if you find yourself in certain parts of the ocean, uh, they just they come up and then you have to deal with them and they're like a bastard to deal with as well. But when you, but when you, <laughs> giant but when you squids, take, absolute. 
bastard. <laughs> when you take them down, you uh, unlock parts that can repair a, a plane, which is the end game, which is how to actually get off this um, mm-hmm. desert island. And I've done that. I did it in 64 days as well, but I still want to go back and still work on my, my buildings. I was going to say, I can't <laughs> believe going you back. left. Well, I wanted to see what <laughs> happened. Uh, so I did leave, but I've still got my save before. So I'm going to go mm-hmm. back to my island and carry on working on, on my, my hut and my boat. My boat is absolute <laughs> you, beast You don't have well. to anymore, though. You've been, you can go back to civilization. You don't have to live in this hut. It's very therapeutic and relaxing, mate. <laughs> also, I took great pleasure in the fact that in Lost, it took them 108 days to get off the island and I did it in 64 so who's the expert yeah absolute king <laughs> is it actually is it would you actually say it was a good game would you yeah. recommend it I, I would recommend if you're into that sort of game if you're into survival games and you like the idea of it being based on a desert island where it's like lots of beautiful scenery and relaxing sounds then absolutely check out if you're not into survival games then ignore it because that's wait, what it is yeah. just play the witness if you lost Hmm. It took them 108 days to get off the island. So this is complicated, Joe. You want to go down this road? No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no I'll look it up no, for we myself. Do not. For the, fir- the first time, it took certain people 108 days to get off the island. Yes. <laughs> Seems like <laughs> they did not go back. Enough. <laughs> oh, they went back. They had to. They had to. <laughs> Are you going to ask me what thinking, I'm doing? I was thinking, well, I was just about to say, I was thinking... Because uh, I think Dale know this, knows this. I've never actually watched Lost. Yeah, um, I was thinking about doing it because I have I? the time. I do have the time. Yeah. It's a toss-up between that and Better Call Saul. And, and despite what some people's opinions are about late seasons, the first like two seasons especially are phenomenal yeah. television. Yeah. Like, you I remember watch season it. one being like the best thing I'd ever watched at that mm. time. Just being like, this is insane. Yeah, Maybe I'll great. do it. Maybe I will do, it, do that just for you. Yeah. Uh, Joe, what are you doing for me? I'm almost at the end of all of Shit's Creek, which weirdly I don't think I've ever talked about on here. Have either of you watched Shit's Creek? No. I haven't, but I've heard from multiple people that it's, it's very fu- good. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> like it, I don't understand why no one talks about it. Um, like particularly in the UK. Like it starts off um I think it does have a problem of starting off in a way that you would just completely expect it to, which is very rich family loses everything and is forced to move into a motel in a town they own as a joke and the town is called Shits Creek. Um and for the first little while it is just fish out of water comedy stuff and you're like, eh. Eugene Levy's good. Um and it's his son is it plays his son in the show who's also well, they're all great actually. It's the mum from Home Alone, Catherine O'Hara, she's incredible in it. Mm. Um and it's just that for a little bit. But what it does really well is just builds those into you think the show is going to be about them constantly trying and failing to leave when actually pretty soon you realize oh no this is just a show about them becoming better people and actually becoming a part of this community and like not being dickheads anymore and while being very funny it's also just like incredibly heartwarming and has amazing character developments it's like this is really satisfying to watch and it's just those 20 minutes like 15 to 20 episode series like hmm. banging through it and so we got to the end a- of what Netflix had and then the final series just turned up and I've got about three episodes left and I'm well excited that was good sounds quite quite an easy watch yeah really easy and like there are yeah it doesn't kind of go in very much for like special episode type stuff but there's moments of real like heartwarming 
interest like just because you've gotten to know those characters so well so nice things start happening for them and you're like fuck this is really good um and also mm. like this will turn off a certain segment of the population very progressive politics and very nice <laughs> um and just like it's a real it's a really nice thing to watch a show that's like unafraid to have gay characters treated totally normally like there's almost never a moment at which anyone treats a gay person differently for being gay and it's just like yeah this is just a world where it's good for once and you're like oh well done <laughs> like we don't it, it have to sounds have enjoyable about it. it's it's fantastic uh, and i've also been i've finally gotten past where i got to the first time i played assassin's creed odyssey and then some um and that game is really good oh, yeah. but it is too big yeah, that's um, what i'm thinking i've got that ever since valhalla i've got that itch and i'm thinking now so i did do about half of odyssey I'm thinking I might just do Origins instead because I only played it's the first shorter, like yeah. couple hours of that. It's still pretty big as well, and though. you can, but it's shorter. You can, and I've seen you can do that kind of semi-hack thing where you can get the DLC, which gives you like a level forty character, ah. which makes it play. So it doesn't make you invulnerable. It doesn't make it too easy, but it does mean all your like stealth skills like your blade and your bow and arrow skills mm. are like insta kills yeah. so it plays like old assassins creed yeah. oh okay but it also means that you don't have to just constantly grind side missions to continue the story you can just play the story yeah. which is what is my biggest issue with origins and odyssey is i can't just go main mission to main mission yeah i have whacked odyssey down to um easy just because like the combat is not the thing that interests me about that game and mm-hmm. so just being able to get through it and see what it has to show me is is what I'm getting now. Also, yeah. that game completely changes because at level 20, fall damage doesn't hurt you anymore. And so <laughs> I'm it's literally mad. like, I'm seen from a fort and I'm jumping <laughs> off a mountain. <laughs> just like, does a tiny little took and roll at the end and it's yeah. absolutely fine. I love that. I love it. Game. Just kick so everyone good. off the edge of the mountain as well. That's yeah. the best way to kill oh, anyone in that game. so good. Um, yeah, it's just a great game, and also, I think I already said this, but Cult Cosmos is just the best yeah. system in mm-hmm. an Assassin's Creed. I'm tempted game. to yeah. go back to it, actually because I think the DLC came out that I never played. I hundred percent the, the Atlantis one. Yeah, I yeah. do want to check it out. Yeah, I'm going to do Mafia, then Origins. I think that's my that's nice. my thing. That's uh, my thing. Yeah, but for now, it's the end of search. Inside, it's a UK IGN crew. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Hold up the DJ, we're coming through. Yeah, yeah, and ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you. Inside, I got a question for you. Is it in the search? Uh, I wasn't on last week, but blimey, did I give it a good listen. And I enjoyed it very much. So well done, Joe. Great, thank um, you. I also do enjoy Jamie Martin's Portmanteau Overwatch game quite a bit. Portmanteau so Overwatch, I've, you've got to say it correctly. Nah, Otherwise, I'm what's doing, the my point? Own spin. It's my own, my own spin on it, uh, is the uh, deal with that. Um, but I've... Do you know what? Fair play to him, because he does some blooming gl- great clues for that game. Because it is hard to find ones that work. Those clues last week were so good and it made me really sad how badly the oh, I was listening. I was listening and just shouting to myself because <laughs> I know it's always easier when you're listening and not on, but yeah. I was just like, 
I know. The, That's there's it. a couple of them That's, that were very frustrating. Uh, I'm, I'm almost certainly going to completely shit the bed now that we're playing it, but at the yeah. time it was difficult. So I've got five here for you, in case you don't know, if you need a refresher of the premise. Oh, I'm doing it, by the way, with games, not films. Okay. Do you know what my uh, favourite so bit about up. last week was, by the way, just before it was the moments of silence where they're trying to work out and you could just hear Al scribbling on a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed it. Um, but if you need a refresher on the premise, you just mash up two game titles and then guess the title from the clues of the blended synopsis that I've arranged. It's quite hard to think of obscure clues, so I hope these aren't too easy. But at the same time, I listened last week and wanted people to actually get them. So... <laughs> There's five here. I've got a sixth if for some reason you don't get one and there's a tie. Uh, but here we go. Let's do it. First one is a pair of plumbers set off on a heartbreaking adventure to save their father. Super Mario Brothers, A Tale of Two Sons. He's got Fucking it. Bastard. <laughs> He's got it. One to go. That was really fast. Before we go with a. Uh, by the way, Brothers Tale of one. Two Sons is on Xbox Game Pass, but only for like a week longer, and it's one of the best games released in the last it's generation. So so, and it constantly baffles me that that is an incredibly told story <laughs> and one of the best games I've ever played. And the next game he made was a way out. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> Don't play a way out. Well, you might enjoy it. I know people that enjoy it. Play I Brothers of Taylor Two Sons first. Yeah, definitely play Brothers of Taylor Two Sons. Okay, the second one. A young woman returns to her creepily empty family home and uses her phone to catch every monster inside. Use a fuck on. Oh, um. What's the. I know what I'm this forgetting is. Forgetting the name of the game. Oh, God. <laughs> There's a couple of games the first one could be. I think I know what it is. <laughs> Why not? Uh. uh Oh my god, can you read it again? Yeah. Uh, a young woman returns to her creepily empty family home and uses her phone to catch every monster inside. Oh Cannot think god. what, the what do you what do you think is Oh you can't think of that one. No, yeah, I can't. Yeah, I know what that. the first one is. What do you think the first one is? I don't want to say it. <laughs> okay. So I, 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 oh my god. Because um, there's two Gone Home or What new... Remains of Edith Finch. One of them. It's one of those. Yeah, yeah it's one of those. So two. Gone Home, probably. But what is it? Um, what is the second game? Oh my god. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I can't, I'm not going to get this. The only thing I'm thinking of is Days Gone Home. <laughs> but that's obviously not that Days game. Gone you could have done that one, is what I'm saying. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to end the pain. Yeah. It's Pokemon Go On Home, oh. as in gone, the going gone. Oh, right. Yeah, no, I would never have got that. No, yeah. <laughs> also, I, I didn't realise that we were doing synopses that could be the other way round. Yeah. Tricky well, was that way. a rule? It's not a rule, it's just how it was last week. Oh, so I've okay. internalised well, that as a rule. N- okay, um, I will tell you then for the rest of them it is the way round. Okay, okay. I've had a look, if that helps. Okay, so no one for that one. Uh, so it's one nil to Joe with three left. Okay. Stealthily navigate through a plague-ridden, uh, a plague-ridden city before venturing to Mars to overthrow the oppressive EDF. Oh, um. <laughs> um, 
I don't know how oh this God. fits together. <laughs> oh, I'm blanking on the name of the second game. Ugh. Stealthily navigate through a plague-ridden city before venturing to Mars to throw the oppressive EDF. What is the name of that game? How do these fit together? <laughs> Can't think of one. <laughs> okay, Gary, you're probably gonna have to call this, mate. Still, you, it sounds like you've got. It sounds like Joe's got both games, and they're unless unless I'm forget, Yeah, unless I'm forgetting the first, a different game for the first one. I don't know what, what game is... you're thinking. Hmm. I don't... Well, okay, so Red Faction's obviously the Mars bit. Yeah. Or yeah. one of the Red Factions. Yeah, that's my problem. It, it's, Red it's Red Faction. Well, yeah, but that's the second one, so you know yeah. the start of it is. Okay. Um, but, um, oh, no. Still it's, gonna, keep creep it's not going to be word red. It's going to be a word that ends in R-E-D, isn't it? So what is that? Um, it is It is definitely that, yeah. Stealthily creep through a plague-ridden city. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I must Last be thinking of, of a different for, game for a while, but it's probably not that. Um, Plague ridden. This could be one that you know we were shouting at Matt. I think Matt would be shouting at <laughs> you right now. <laughs> probably, yeah. Um, stealthily creep for a plague ridden city. Uh, uh, so I, I'll try and give another. I could give the studio, but that would instantly tell you what it is. <laughs> okay. It's had a sequel. Uh, oh, it's not what I thought it was then. Mm. I thought it was a Plague Tale Innocence. Oh, it's not. Um, you would primarily primarily play this game stealthily, but it does give you the option to not. Oh, uh, Dishonored Faction. Oh, there we go. There we Dishonored go. Red. Dishonored. Dishon Red Faction <laughs> Gorilla is what it was. There <laughs> we go. I'll, I'll give I'll give Joe that. It, it did need a bit of help. It needed but, uh, a little there, extra there, there. push. But I just, yeah, I had it in my head that it was a plague tale the whole time, and I was just going, um, oh, how does that fit? <laughs> there we go. I didn't want to be too obvious. That's um, 2-0 to Joe with two left. Can, you t- can Dale tie it up? Probably not. The start of a new era, or era, depending on how you want to say that, for a long-running stealth-turned RPG series that tells the tale of a small boy so side-scrolling his way along a sinister city hiding a dark secret. Um, uh, Assassin's Creed Origin side. Jesus yes. Christ. Yeah. Got it. There we go. Ass Creed we on just... my paper, and that was as far as I got. <laughs> Did help that we were just talking about Assassin's Creed Origins, probably. <laughs> yeah. 3-0 <laughs> uh, to do so... There's one last here, Dale. It's just save some face, mate. It's all right. I can, you can, do I can it. live with it. One it's more. Fine. I don't know. You're looking quite quite distraught. Um, <laughs> play as a platforming robot in this ultra-violent tale of a death row prisoner forced to participate in a series of snuff films. Oh, um... I mean... Um, play as a platforming robot, did you say? Yep. I'm blanking on what that is. Obviously, got the second part. Um, um, oh, I yeah, took out a bit. Of oh, that Ray, Ray, I thought it'd make... No, it's not Raymond. Uh, Rayman Hunt would be good. I, know, I had it lined up. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, not far away. I know, right? It's something man, but 
platforming robot. Oh, is it that He's old had Mega about Drive 15 game? games. Oh. oh, it's not who I thought it was then. God, it's going to be embarrassing this one, isn't it? Ratchet Let me platforming cunt. robot that's had <laughs> 15 games. <laughs> I, I left it. out a bit. I'll I'll put in I'll put back in the bit that I thought made it a bit more okay. obvious. So players a platforming robot who inherits the abilities of his foes in this ultra violent tale. Oh, Mega Manhunt. Oh, fuck it is yeah. Mega Manhunt. I was Let's right. That is embarrassing. I was doing like I was doing like Chibi Robo, Astrobot. <laughs> There's a lot of platforming random, robots. Yeah, I was thinking of this Mega Drive platforming game. Yeah. All, no, all I, yeah, as close Mega as I Man got Hunt. during that without the help was Ratchet and Clank Hunt. <laughs> I had, I'll, I'll, I'll throw in the bonus one just because yeah, I had fun. a good, I had a good portmanteau and um, I just couldn't think of a good clue for it without making it really obvious. But okay. we'll do it anyway. Race through the streets, taking down everyone in your path before hopping out and fighting your enemies with swords. That's actually the wrong way around, so switch those around. Wait, say it Race again. Race through the streets. I'll, is... I'll do it the right way. I'll do it the right way around for the. Okay. So fight your enemies with swords before racing through the streets, taking down everyone in your path. Um. Okay. Okay. Well, I feel like I know the second one. Yeah. Same. Yeah. <laughs> um. Down enemies with the. The first one. I didn't make it to obvious. It is a fighting game. Oh. Okay. Oh, Soul Calibur Burnout. Oh. It is Soul Calibur Burnout. It, I just, it was a good mashup. I just couldn't think of a good way to do that clue <laughs> without making it too hard or too easy. Soul Calibur anyway, Burnout is good. It was enjoyable. And would play. Um, yes. I very much enjoyed that, and I hope everyone else did. Uh, it's a good game, as usual. Send in your endless search games to IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. For we shall play them, I promise, eventually. Uh, but now, we've got a trio. Not one, not two, but three hilarious near-death stories. <laughs> if you didn't uh, Joe listen to wanted last drowning. Week, I did finish Joe gets by drowning. asking people to send us their funny drowning stories. <laughs> and it turns out lots of people have them. It's mad. Right, okay, I've got the first one. It's from Jonathan. He says, Hi, IGN UK crew. Long time listener, first time writer. I've got a pretty funny almost drowning story. <laughs> I love I love that this was the the catalyst this for is the niche. first time to write in. Yeah. I do just want to do gossip mongers now after listening to quite oh, a few episodes this week. Mate, I would love best. to do We've got our mongers. little mini section here. Yeah. Uh Back in high school, I got the okay to go river rafting with my best friend and his family, even though I was not the strongest of swimmers in any stretch of the imagination. The rafting trip was going okay, no swimming required, until the second night, when a good portion of the group decided to ride a floating mattress on a slower section of the river in a big ass ro- into a big-ass rock for fun. I, not wanting to be a downer, joined in, grabbed the mattress, set up for the rock, Everyone bailed off in time. I maybe not so much. I get sucked up and get spit up. I was swimming as hard as I could and I could feel the river winning until I heard the words, (laughs) swim you pussy, swim. (laughs) Yelled at me by my best friend's dad. (laughs) I don't know if I swam to him or if he swam to me, but those words ring in my head every time I go swimming. Your best friend's dad saying that is so sad. You'd be really embarrassed. That's also, a... I'd never go to his house again. I do want to point out, they say a good portion of the group decided to ride a floating mattress, mm. as if the mattress <laughs> floated by, 
and they yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just saw the mattress and someone came up with a genius idea yeah we're getting so, on it yeah. that is a weird set of circumstances it's so weird <laughs> it doesn't yeah. happen every day um, I've got one here from Jake Jericho, which is a fantastic Great. name. Unbelievable. That's a wrestling name if ever I've heard it. Uh, do you think he's related to Chris Dale? Probably not, mate, considering that's not his real name. But, well, you never know. You never <laughs> In storyline purposes, uh, maybe he's related. Do you reckon Jake Jericho oh. asks people to call him JJ? Uh, I would do. If I, if yeah. I had the initials JJ, I'm JJ. Uh, actually, though, I don't know. I don't ask people to call me DD. Yeah, but that's because it's the name be. of the sister from uh, Dexter's lab, so that would be horrible. <laughs> you do ask everyone to call you Big D, though. Uh, no, I, I do not. He asked. <laughs> I worked with a guy once. I worked with yeah. I worked with a guy once who called me Day out of nowhere. Day. He said, day. "He said, all right, Day," and I just I looked at him and I just said, "Don't call me Day," and he never did again. So <laughs> oh, that was fine. Actually, do you know what bothers? No, it doesn't bother me. That's a stupid way of saying it. <laughs> Something that I have noticed that. I am confused by. Have you been watching slash listening to the Match of the Day podcasts? No. I haven't. They're getting increasingly better as they get used to doing it. But it's Gary Lineker, <laughs> Alan Shearer, and Ian Wright. And Ian Wright calls Gary Lineker Gal? Gal? And I, Gal. I don't... I've never heard that for... Gal. Gary, Gaz, at least. Like, <laughs> Gaz. Gal. I've heard. Gal. So, he go, Gal. so he'll refer to Alan Gal. I'm like, what? Is this? That, that is me- and Gary never brings it up. I've never heard him question it once. It's weird. I'd love, I'd love it if he does it off mic though. As soon as the, as soon as they stop recording. Yeah, Ian, <laughs> can I have never a stop calling the gal. <laughs> uh, worth listening to that podcast, even if you don't like football, for the excruciating detail that Gary Lineker goes into about when he shit on the pitch. Well, how many times um, has he done that? Is he doing it in every episode? No, no, he did it in one episode, <laughs> I but I can't remember say. which one. Um, but he really goes into the mechanics of it. It's quite impressive. <laughs> That's good. I've got Jake Jericho's drowning story. Oh, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so he says, so, so when I was about 10, I was on holiday with the family. Early one morning, I went to the pool by myself for a swim. At 10, going to the pool by yourself. <laughs> That's all right. Maverick. Shall I? When I got, I was far too responsible. Um, when I got there, I had an interesting thought. <laughs> this is this is going to go badly. What happens if you put armbands on your legs? <laughs> I tell you what happens. Yeah, uh, without without thinking it through, I placed the I placed the bands on my legs and jumped in the pool. To my horror, my legs went feet up, poking out the water, and my head went down. No Shocking, shit, I don't know what you were expecting. I do not know what you were expecting to happen there. <laughs> I know you're only ten, but <laughs> no, you should know better at ten. Come on. Um, not being able to get my head back up to the surface, I panicked. My escape plan soon became clear. Walk on my hands, the width of the pool, and drag myself up the other side. Just trying to imagine what's going on there. <laughs> just like doing a handstand in the water. Yeah. It felt in. like ages under the water, but I finally made it to the other side and got out. Surprisingly, no one else at the pool even seemed to notice the trauma I just suffered. So I did what any kid would do and went back to the caravan for breakfast and never told my mum what happened. To this days, to this day, I've never put armbands on my legs again. No, <laughs> no you wouldn't, would you? I, I, like it's the a trauma good old... notwithstanding, how did no one notice the fucking maniac child putting armbands <laughs> on his legs? Was there no lifeguard at this pool? What's going on? Um, I do, it does make me think, though, In th- if you put armbands on on your arms and your legs, can you just lay on the water? Does that work? Yeah. Depends on the size of the armbands. 
Hmm. Yeah, if you were if you were small, if you were like a ten year old, it might work. Yeah, I reckon it would. Hmm. Strap one to your back. Hmm. Get one on your neck or something. Yeah, get one on <laughs> Thank your you. neck. <laughs> Thanks for that, JJ. And I apologise if you hate being called JJ. Double J. Uh, I've got one from Matthew. I'm going to say Galeza. 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 That's right to me. Hey all. So I was young, probably in the six to eight years old range. <laughs> what a bizarre way. Yeah. You're, you're, you're referring to your own age like you're a bit of clothing. <laughs> we took a vacation to Disney that year. I always loved the water. And we were at Typhoon Lagoon. <laughs> so it was just such a great time you had writing this reminiscent about the yeah. past. I was playing with my sister, who's eight and a half years older than me, so much bigger and stronger at the time, in the shallower part of the wave pool when she dunked me or threw me or whatever. <laughs> I went under. At the same time, two, looking back they were probably intoxicated, <laughs> men were wrestling and landed on me while I was still under. <laughs> oh no. I panicked a little bit, but when I came back up, I looked at my sister and promptly yelled, <laughs> You bastard! <laughs> probably not like that. <laughs> as loud as I could. <laughs> Everyone within listening range went silent and stared at me. I was immediately escorted and tattled on by my sister, following a stern talking to about language by my parents. When we got home, my dad immediately cancelled HBO. <laughs> That'll teach him. And the other six to eight years old. He, that six-year-old loves his HBO. That's probably that. where he's picking up the words. <laughs> oh man, he's just watching Oz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really funny. I mean, it's not technically a drowning story, but I do. What a like if you watch that in it's slow motion, it would story. be like art. Like little kid gets thrown by a giant sister. That's how I'm thinking. <laughs> and then two wrestling men fall on him. <laughs> For the we can, we can branch this out to general holiday <laughs> <You> stories. Bastard. <laughs> Let's actually just put this out to either a holiday stories. Oh yeah. Any any near death story. Like near death <laughs> no, what about stories? holiday disaster stories? Yeah. Have you I got like any holiday disasters? Disasters. I uh, I remember we went to Barbados when I was a kid, <laughs> and um, uh, when we got there, there was a big ma- like mad cloud. I was and I'd gotten really obsessed with death, <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> "That's going to be a hurricane. We're going to be in a hurricane." And uh, my mum like reassured me for some time that there was going to be no hurricanes, even though I knew there was going to be one. Uh, and two days later, there was a hurricane. Oh, no. <laughs> <And> it, absolutely <laughs> terrifying! Like everyone coming to the coming to the rooms, just being like, "We have to work out how to evacuate." <laughs> they named it Hurricane boy. Scrabbles after the genius child who predicted it. <laughs> the science, the meteorologist boy, <laughs> Barbados. <laughs> Once I have a disaster, but there is a. A family moment that spark that that still is referenced to this day. You know, it's a good one when every few months or so it's referenced because it, it's just particularly bizarre. I, I think I was like ten, and I was probably being very, very, very annoying. Like, because yep. because <laughs> <laughs> like it takes a lot for even my parents to get to breaking point. Mm. <laughs> so I must have been particularly just. I think I was probably like harassing like can we go to the beach or something for probably like seven hours non-stop and they just had enough and my like we were staying i think it was like a uh, self-caring so you'd had your you bought your own food and they had a f- freezer and in this freezer was just like a pack of the matthews turkey slices that were f- 
for some reason frozen. I'm not really sure why they were frozen. That is unusual. Because <laughs> we were only there for like a week, unless they were going off date the next day or something. Um, but it got to the point where <laughs> my mom was making a sound, like trying to defrost this Burner Matthews turkey, and I was being so annoying that she just <laughs> threw the sli- frozen slices at my face. <laughs> like, odd job! <laughs> Across the room. <laughs> and I just remember it, and it was that second of, like, her being more like me being upset and confused because I'd <laughs> been hit by like, nothing like nothing like that had ever happened before. Like, I put out my parents have never laid a finger on me apart from that one, well, one moment where I got it. that's yeah, just good mm, discus action. That <laughs> one moment where I got frozen Bernard Matthews thrown at me, and yeah, to this day it's kind of a threat if I'm being too annoying. It's like I'll get the frozen turkey out. <laughs> Weirdly, it's it's less. Uh, literal but one of the defining moments of because my dad was always the one to shout and my mum if she shouted you knew it was actually serious and I remember Mm. my brother annoying her so much that she like grabbed his shoulders and she was so clear she was going to swear at him but she self-censored herself as she was about to swear and call him a fucker probably and just went you turkey (laughs) (laughs) that has stayed stayed in our family law forever (laughs) Uh, I love that. Yeah. It was great. Uh, good stuff. No disasters there. You just have to care for I can't. I can't think of anything. I'm sure there is something now, so maybe I'll update next time I'm on. Excited. Yeah, there you go. Have a good think. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com with your holiday disasters because we you turn, are turn a Dale daytime to radio in. show now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll just do that, yeah. Because sometimes, you know what, at the moment, sometimes there's not a lot of games and films to talk about. True. So we do have to just talk about turkey and swimming pools. <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you for listening. Oh, I haven't even thought about... We have to play some music. What did we have this week? Oh, we could have the, COD, the Warzone music from COD. <laughs> that, that... <laughs> I do sing it a lot. Um, there you go. It's a tune. Oh, or do you know what? I think the end of the last dance when they played Pearl Jam's present tense was some of maybe the best chosen piece of music I've seen to end something when it kicks in with all the highlights of Jordan just being ridiculous or Pearl Jam are good, aren't they? Yeah. Anyone agree with me on that? I do. I like Pearl Jam. There we go. There we go. Uh, I'm not saying, should we have some Pearl Jam? This is just going on now. Go on then. Let's have some Pearl Jam. Why not? (laughs) Let's live like it's 1990. (laughs) Bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. 
That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.